Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, very uh, impromptu last-minute last um, pod about the Ladies' Champions League qualifier game tonight. Uh, with me this evening is Brian, who's also as interested in the ladies' game as I am, so it was the right, the right man to put on. Brian, yep. good evening. How are you? Very well, thanks. Yours. Good, good. Okay, folks, don't forget, just the, the, the usual call to arms. If you haven't, um, haven't subscribed yet, get, uh, get hitting the subscribe button, the like button. Uh, retweet because we'll be over on Twitter. Um, share, do all that sort of stuff so that it uh, all it all helps the pod and it'll get it'll get Martin to his uh, his ultimate goal of do, doing this as a full time profession and being all over the place and being more more of a media mogul than Robert Maxwell or Rupert Murdoch. So if we could, uh, <laughs> if we could do that, that would keep him happy. And don't forget to fire in the comments as well. We'll try and uh, we'll try and pick them out. Um, I'm quite new to this hosting lark, so I might not be too good with the comments, but we'll see how we go. Anyway, tonight it was live on it was live on YouTube from uh, from Greece, from Thessaloniki in Greece. Rangers ladies took on Ferenc Varos in this newfangled Champions League qualification stage. Um, their Champions League debut, first time they've ever been in it after Glasgow City won the league for 14 years in a row. We stopped them last season with our invincible season. Just the fact we couldn't win either of the cups, but we'll sort that out this year, hopefully. Uh, so played Ferenc Varos, ladies, tonight. Beat them 3-1. Brian, from what you can make of the game with Satanta's former um, cameraman on the camera, what did you, what did you make of it? Um, no, certainly, I think the camera work probably was as bad as the pitch. Um, I think both teams struggled to play any form of football on it. Um, to be fair to them, uh, I think... I think all these, well, certainly it was a, with it being a one-off game, it's all about just getting the win and moving on to the next round. It's you know, one-off games, just get the win and move on. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just horrified it's going to be on that pitch again on Sunday. 
yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I mean, I expected to be in Pouk's main stadium. I didn't because obviously yeah. they, they they were they were hosting it. Um, it was in a municipal stadium. The the earlier game between Pouk and Swansea City was also played there. Yeah, the pitch was an absolute riot. Yeah, I mean, I actually commented to my missus that the only bit that looks like it's got grass on it's a six yard box. That's usually yeah. the only bit of a pitch that hasn't got any grass on it. It was just it was the bizarrest thing. Yeah, um, and the camera work was. Was it was equally as you say equally as bad as the pitch, yeah. But I mean we we got we got out of dodge with a, a very very good three one three one win. Although the way the way the game went, I thought we hung on a little bit towards the end. Yeah, I mean the the first I think I messaged you actually the first five minutes seven minutes were wow. <laughs> I was looking through my fingers half the time because it was obviously they were nervous. It was their first time in the Champions League, the ladies Champions League, so they were obviously very nervous. I think once they overcame that period, um, they they started to knock it down. Well, play as good football as they could on that pitch. But I mean, yeah, they, once they once they got past that ten minute period, this they definitely settled down and were more in control of the game. Yeah, I think we should for for those that, that weren't that weren't aware of the team, we'll we'll, we'll give you the start line. If it might not mean a lot to some of the folk watching, because I don't know how. How many, how many of them pay a lot of attention to the ladies' game? But the starting team was with Essen in goal. Um, again, she played on Sunday against Aberdeen. She made her debut on Sunday against Aberdeen and in, in a very convincing 8 nothing win, which I was lucky enough to be at. Uh, the the defence, we had uh, Doherty, Doherty, Davison, Hill and McLaughlin. Midfield was was uh, Cornet, Medag, or Sherman, whose name I still can't, still really struggle with, and up up front, uh, Sam Kerr, Jenny Danielson, and Kayla McCoy. Yeah. Uh, start as you say, started off kind of under the pump for the first five or ten minutes, but then we came into the game a little bit, and then it was those three words that we all love to hear: <laughs> penalty to Rangers. Yeah, and to be honest, she was getting held much as soon as the ball she was in possession of the ball it just took a couple of seconds for them to drag her down but I mean yeah easy penalty to give for the referee and I wasn't I wasn't quite sure I was going to take the penalty because obviously um oh, Lizzie Arnott usually takes the penalty so I was yep. kind of waiting to see who took it and it was the new girl uh, Jenny Danielson that took it so I was I wasn't quite sure what to expect but it was a great penalty she put the goalie the wrong way and I mean 14 minutes in, 1-0 up, great start, isn't it? That's all you want. Yeah, it was exactly the same. I, I was sitting thinking, well, you know, we, we got two penalties at, against Aberdeen on Sunday and Lizzie scored them both, but obviously Lizzie yeah. was sitting on the bench. So I thought, who's going to take it? And Jenny Danielson, as you say, st- stepped up and it was a, as cool a penalty as you'll ever see. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of pressure on her. I know there was hardly anybody in the stadium. It didn't look like there was anybody, any spectators in the stadium. Yeah. There was hardly anybody in the stadium. And But it's her first ever Champions League game. It was her first ever Champions League game as well. I mean, I know some yeah. of them have played Champions League for Glasgow City and whatever, but yeah. she was, I think Jenny was in the, the pre-match press conference. Or she did a pre-match interview. Certainly did a pre-match interview with Rangers TV. Yeah. And uh, she said, no, first time she's played Champions League as well, despite yeah. her, her teams in Scandinavia. So it was a big, big moment for her as well. Yeah, um, but it's, but no, it, I must admit, though, after the penalty, it certainly settled the team, didn't it? Yeah, I think it did. I think we look we look quite good. We look we look quite good after that for the the rest the rest of the half. I thought. Yeah. You know, um, but I mean, again, it was difficult to tell with with the camera work. I mean, it was the camera work was really really poor. It was difficult to tell the shape of the team. Um, but I mean, 
we, we got to half time, you know, uh, still, still a goal up, and then second half, Jenny does it again, scores a second goal. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, I think she was even she was surprised how much sort of space she had in the the box because she sort of looked around and went, oh, oh, you know, she had a, a good good few yards of space either side of her, so um, she knocked it on her left foot and drilled it in the into the goal. So I mean, uh, it was a, a cool finish. Um, that's her confidence sky high because I think she scored she scored at the weekend or had a couple of assists at the weekend as well. So you know, she's obviously been a a very good acquisition to the team. I mean, she's a tall girl as well, so um, she's not easily sort of knocked off the ball. She's quite, she's very skillful as well. So no, it's a good addition, and you know, two goals in her first Champions League game. She must be over the moon. Yeah, for me, I think she's from what I've seen of her. I think I think she's a great addition. I mean, Liz, I mean, as we say, Lizzie. I mean, Lizzie got well, Lizzie got four goals on Sunday, and mm-hmm. two of them been penalties. Yeah, but I mean, she scores a lot of goals. But Lizzie Arnott's not getting any younger. With the greatest of respect to her, so. You know, we can't expect her to lead the line as a main striker all the time. So I think uh, adding, 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 I can't even speak, adding Jenny, Jenny Danielson, I think it's going to be going to be great for the, the squad rotation. Yeah. You know, because there is a lot, of, I mean, domestically, there is a lot of teams we should just be beating as standard. I mean, so far this season, two league games, 22 goals. You know, um, tonight was a different kettle of fish because I didn't have a clue how good Ferenc Varos was, but I know they, they, play, they play Champions League almost every year. Yeah. Whether it's qualifiers or whether they get further than that, so I mean that to me, I think that's a hell of a result tonight. You know, put, yeah. put, putting them out. Well, as, as you know, both uh, uh, an away win in Europe's not for everybody, so it's a, a great result. You know, <laughs> um, to be fair, no, it was a wee game for Ferenc Varos as well. To be fair, yeah, yeah, but um, no, I mean, as I said, as I said at the start, in, in this situation when it's a one-off game, you just want the, you just want to get a result to get through. Hopefully everybody that came off wasn't anything bad injury-wise and we move on to Sunday. So, you know, it's a head-to-head against... Who was it that's... Pouk. Pouk. So, you know, it's a head-to-head against them on Sunday. Um, don't know what the crowd will be like if they're going to have fans in or... So, but no, it's just a, a another one-off game and they've just got to treat it exactly the same. Get get the win, no, you know, no matter how, and then look forward to the group stage. Right, I'm going, to, I'm going to explain this for for simple kind of man. Um, no, it's not a standard two-leg tie. Um, as I said right at the very start of the pod, um, this is a strange thing that they've done this year for the Women's Champions League um, qualification stages. Basically, there's I think there's about there's about about seven or eight four-team mini leagues, and there's two semi-finals and a final. So that was our semi-final tonight, mm-hmm. which means that we play the winner of the other semi-final, which was earlier in the day. In the same stadium, which makes me think that the fight that the, the final is going to be in the same stadium as well. Yeah. Um, which was between the host club, which is Pauk Salonica, or Pauk Thessaloniki, as to give them the full title, and Swansea City. Uh, Pauk won 2 nothing. So on Sunday, we play Pauk, um, and the winner of that goes through to the next round, which then becomes the standard two legged tie, and the winner of that goes into the Champions League yeah. actual group stages. So even if we get even if we get through this weekend with two wins, we're still not in the Champions League. We've still got a, a two-legged playoff tie after that. It'll be interesting if we get that far. It'll be interesting to see what the club do, whether they play that at Ibrox or whether they just keep it at Broadwood. I would imagine they'll probably keep it at Broadwood. But I'd like to think if we got into the Champions League proper, they'd play. They'd probably play the Ibrox. But again, I don't know. 
Brian, as you know, UEFA can be a wee bit funny that you've got to play in the same stadium all the time or you can't move games about. So I don't know how that would work, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're nowhere near there yet. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, no, it's 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 a funny, you say it's a very complicated sort of tournament they've decided to run this year. Um, it's, you know, these one-off ties, you know, in one's, one stadium, two semis and then a final goes on to the next round. You know, it's it's all very, all very strange for us. So, yeah, no idea how this how this sort of system is going to work. Um, but no, P, the Thessalonica team, again, I've tried to look for them and it's very difficult to find any sort of decent information or any anything sort of concrete that you can say, oh, they're, they're this type of team or this type, you know, they do this, they do that. It's it's not as easy as the men's sort of section. So say the, the ladies' game's still got a bit to way to go to, you know, inform fans of, you know, teams and stats and stuff, but I'll I get there. Um, it's just going to take a little bit longer. But, um, yeah, I, I would imagine, as you say, UEFA are sticklers for rules, so I would, I'd be very surprised if they move us away from Broadwood, I must admit. Yeah, I mean, I think um, picking up on how good Pauk are, I'm sure we, we haven't got a clue, but I'm sure the um, I'm sure the Rangers starts guys have, you know, yeah. have been on the ball. They'll have, they'll have looked at the, the three teams. I mean, Swansea City, obviously easy to find out about them, given yeah. that they're only down the road in Wales. Uh, but I'm sure they'll be well, well aware of what they are, and they'll, they'll definitely do their due diligence on them between now and, um, now and Sunday. And I would imagine that, that some of the Rangers uh, stats and analysis guys would have been at the first game this afternoon because it'd be daft if they weren't because they're in, I mean, they're in the city, the game was on and they knew that well, we're playing one of the two teams, whether it was the winners or the losers because the losing teams still play a, a third and fourth place game, which I find yeah. a, wee bit, a wee bit strange in a competition where you're actually knocked out of. But, but if I'm reading if I'm reading the UEFA website right, so, but don't take this as gospel, we play <laughs> at half past two on Sunday afternoon. Okay. Which... For me, it would be fantastic because I'm out on Sunday night. I've got stuff on, so I couldn't watch it was on Sunday night. Sunday <laughs> afternoon would be perfect for me, but it, to me, that that's a big advantage for Pauk because they're used to the weather. I was about to say, Sunday, I was like, plus two on a Sunday afternoon in Greece is going to be hot. That's one thing I was looking at, actually. I think it's going to be something like 30. Well, yes, tomorrow, certainly, it's going to be about 30 degrees Um, at some point. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be very, very hot. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, even... Even I mean, even though I was at the game at Aberdeen on Sunday, and a um, couple of folk were standing, we go to all the all the ladies' games, and they were talking to Nick Doherty, mm-hmm. and they asked her what time kickoff was, and she said seven o'clock. Obviously, it was seven thirty, but she yeah. says at least we've not got the afternoon game; it'll cool down a bit. Yeah. So they're very conscious that it's quite going to be hot over there. Yeah. But I mean, as I say, we've got no idea how good how good Pauk are. I mean, they only beat Swansea two nothing. I don't know what that means. No. I don't know whether that means they're good and Swansea aren't. Whether they're both on a similar level. I mean, looking at some of the other results tonight, there was some some really scary. I mean, there was thirteens and there was eights and there was sevens and there was yeah. a couple of nil nils and very much. You know, so. We just don't know what sort of level teams are at in this competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul's asking there in the comments of how played in the Champions League before. I've literally no idea because I've only really concentrated on maybe the ladies' Champions League when sort of maybe Glasgow City progressed or you know. It's it's all this is already new for us Rangers fans, you know, us being in the Champions League for the ladies. So uh, I'm not really up to date with the sort of these not lesser teams, but more unknown teams like Pauks, Thessalonica. I mean, you've all heard of the the Wolfsburgs of the ladies, the Le- the Leons, the Barcelonas, you know, the Arsenals. And um, we all know how good a teams they are. So it's it's all new to us. So yeah, I've literally no idea how good this team are, or as as Wolf says. 
how good that was against Swansea. So it's 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 all brand new. So we're just gonna have to kind of roll with it, aren't we? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've not looked into. It. I mean, by Sunday I'll know a bit more about them because I'll have a look at them. But I mean, mm. I didn't even have a look to see what Ferenc Varos had done in Europe. I know they've played in the Champions League before. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Car Car I know Car Car goes to. I know Car goes to all the all the Rangers ladies games. Um, yeah, they had even they had, uh, they had actually looked at going across to to Greece, but it just it was just far it was far too Aye. it was far too uh, costly to go over. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't I don't really know Car, but I did I did kind of, I was I was kind of speaking to her briefly on Sunday again actually after that game. Um, I mean, they're part of the, the ladies supporters group. Go absolutely yeah. everywhere. I mean, for the travel from Glasgow to Aberdeen. For a game on Sunday tells you how fanatical they are about about the yeah. Rangers ladies. So, you know, um, I would have been there as well. Glasgow City lost their game today, and that was actually in Glasgow because they, they're hosting their wee, their wee tournament, yeah. their fourteen tournament. So, Roma they were playing, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, they beat three one by Roma. Yeah. Um, so, who I dare say are a more more established team than Thessalonica. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but I mean, Glasgow City have got Champions League experience, so that just shows you. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But no, I mean this. This is a that's a massive result for us tonight. I mean, um, you know, first time in the Champions League. As I said, as at the very start, it was clearly obvious. First five ten minutes, we were nervous because the ball was like a hot tatty and nobody, you know, was comfortable on the ball. Um, and then we scored, and then all of a sudden the confidence came and started playing a bit more football. Um, and then nice in the cake at the end was uh, Brogan scoring at the end. Um. It was, it was actually, she was very brave in actually going for the ball to win the ball and then, you know, sticking it away. So it was a, you know, because the, the ball was sort of ricocheting and then she challenged a defender and won, got the, the ball, to be fair, and then, you know, stuck it away in the corner. So it was a, a smart finish. But I mean, that that was nice just to sort of get the three the two-goal cushion with two minutes to go. And that was pretty much the end of the game then, wasn't it? Yeah, I very nearly missed that goal because I had my head in my hands after Kirsty Hewitt missed again. I mean, yeah. that was two she'd missed in a couple of minutes. I really like Kirsty, I really rate her as a striker. And when she missed it, I'm yeah. like, because ah, that would have put the game to bed. And I just sort of looked up and the ball had ricocheted to Brogan, who is also a player I really, really rate. I mean, she's she's one of the few players that got kept on when we, when we changed the structure and went professional two or three years ago. Yeah. I mean, Brogan's been at Rangers a long time now. And, and yeah. she's still relatively young. Um. And I was delighted for her to score, to score her goal, you know. And yeah. she took it, as you say, she took it really, really well. And after that, I knew it was game over. Yeah. And where the referee got five minutes from, I've got absolutely no idea. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, mean I don't know whether she was enjoying the heat or... I mean, <laughs> to be fair to the referee, at least she calmed down a bit because she was throwing cards about like confetti early on. Yeah. I, I thought that um, the Hungarians were lucky to keep the 11, 11 players on the park because she was, she was really throwing cards about to them early doors. Yeah, and there was one tack on. I can't remember who it was on. One of our players. It was it was pretty bad, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a it was a fairly bad tackle. On. I remember the tackle. On. I can't remember who it was on either. No, but, uh, I've just lost me as well. But um, you know, and, no, but I also, mean, on you go. Also, obviously, Catherine Hill went off went off injured, and hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully that was only a precaution. She limped off, so hopefully. I mean, hopefully she's okay because I mean, not only is she the captain, she's one of the best players at the club. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, somebody commented to me on Sunday that she's actually too good for the level that we're playing at. Mm-hmm. And she'd come from Durham, and the, the comment was also she's actually too good to have been at Durham as well. She yeah. should have been above that. But I mean, 
tonight was massive for Catherine. I've known Catherine for years. She played with Rangers before, before she mm-hmm. before she went to America and then moved to moved to Durham. And I know that she's a fanatical Rangers fan. I mean, I've met her, I've met her at European games abroad and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So I'm absolutely delighted that she got to captain Rangers in her first ever Champions League game. And yeah. as I say, hopefully her injury's not too bad. And yeah. the tackle was on Rachel McLaughlin. Thanks, Car. She's oh. has paid more attention than we were. The challenges of Rachel McLaughlin. So, yeah. you know something, next time we do one of these pods, we're going to have to get Car on because Car knows her stuff far far better than we do. Fair enough, absolutely, absolutely. But, I mean, no, going on back to that pitch, I mean, the I, I think I asked you, was that holes at the centre, the sort of halfway line? I'm not sure what it was. It wasn't holes because nothing nothing fell into them. But, I mean, <laughs> it, it looks it looks as if it possibly was where they patched up bits of the pitch. It just, ah, it just looked very, very odd. It just looked yeah. very, very odd. But just that, that was odd, right? But not nearly as odd as the big pouch sign that came up before every single yeah. replay. And they showed replays for everything. Yeah, yeah. I'll be having nightmares about that pouch, man. <laughs> it was tackles, uh, saves, shots, anything that happened, the big pouch badge came up and you're like, oh, jeez. I mean, they were, doing, they were doing replays for when players were like three yards offside and all that. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Just, yeah. I mean, it really was like watching Satanta. Ah, it was very good. But here, at the end of the day, that stream was better than nothing, so we'll take it. Yeah, it certainly was. <laughs> before we before we go on any further, I must uh, take this opportunity to mention one of our sponsors. Uh, my sponsor, uh, the Rambles, lucky to be sponsored by Kitbag. Uh, if you go to Kitbag, it's kitbag.co.uk. Um, nip, nip over there, 20%, 20% discount. There's the, the code's on their website. Um, they do all sorts of... All sorts of uh, football, football um, merchandise, not just Rangers. They do range, obviously Rangers gear, um, and I imagine they'll get it delivered to you quicker than Castor, because to be fair, it's quite difficult to get it delivered slower than Castor. So <laughs> pop over there and have a wee look and see how you know, see what you think. Can you can't you can't sniff at twenty percent discount. No. So that's kept back. So thanks, thanks to them for the support of the of yep. the podcast. Although they don't actually support the lady show, but we'll give them a shout out anyway. Uh, Martin's asking or getting that us tasks of everybody. How far do you think that we can actually go in this? Well, do you think we can go get group stage? I don't know because going back to what we said earlier, I've got no idea how good Pauka. No. You know, I mean, no. I was surprised. I was surprised how good we were tonight because, you know, okay, we've scored, we've rolled over two teams in Scotland, but the Scottish League's not particularly strong. I mean, Scottish women's football really is a two horse race. Yeah. Now, I mean, it was a one-horse race for about 14 years. Yeah. And then we won the league last year. And it's really between us and Glasgow City. Yeah. Uh, Celtic try hard, but they're not they're not nearly at the level. I mean, it was embarrassing for us last year to get knocked out of both cups by them. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. we, I mean the League Cup game, especially, they played them off the park and they beat us one nothing. They had one shot and goal and scored it. Yeah. You know, so really, it's only... Uh, it's only a... It would be a guess if I knew how far we could get. Because yeah. I mean, even after this, as I say, there's a, there's another knockout stage, so we could end up drawing a, a Man City or a yeah. I was just doesn't it doesn't look to me as if there's any teams already in the group stages. No, you know, I mean, I was looking. I was actually Barcelona. They're all they're all playing tonight, so I'm I'm guessing that the next stage is just going to be a free draw. Yeah, I, it's. I must admit, I was looking at some of the teams. You got Juventus. Um, Benfica, the Ger- a lot of the German teams are playing, um, yeah. so yeah, it's 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 luck of the draw and and sort of you know the two legged affair how who we get you know 
Um, if you get one of the giants, then you're up against it. But as you say, you just you, you just don't quite know how some of these teams from Europe are 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 good or they're not. So it is going to be tricky, but um, it's certainly got aim for the group stage. But as you say, it's it's all about how good Thessalonica are on Sunday. If we can pass them, and then it's the group stage on the Sunday, so, uh, the well, two-legged affair after that. I mean, I mean, hopefully we can get by there. That'll be two Champions League wins, and then we get who yeah. we get in the draw. Whatever happens, we're guaranteed a home game. I mean, that's the big yeah. thing for me. That's what disappoints me with the way they got this group structure. That it'd been great if our first Champions League game had been a home and away thing, and one of them was guaranteed to be at Broadwood because it's probably going to be at Broadwood, and yeah. try and get a crowd in. You know, yeah. Because had we been playing at home tonight, I would, I would imagine we'd probably have got. I don't know, a couple of thousand maybe. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, we got what, four and a half thousand to the, the the game at Ibrox last season, yeah. And that was that was that was all that was a league game. So I would imagine a Champions League game Thursday night. You know, the, maybe you get a couple of thousand. Oh, there's yeah. Martin back in. I know. Do you know? I've been sitting in the background and hundreds and hundreds of questions have been coming into my head that I wanted to ask you. Um, so I thought, do you know what? I'll just quickly jump well, on. Before, before you ask a question, no. Before you ask a question, yes. I could save my breath and just folks there's Aldo telling you exactly what it's all about. As long as we keep mad, we've got, we've got Zenith coins as well supporting the, supporting the pod. Ten percent off with the code RR10. Yeah. Uh, if you go back and look at the pod from last night, you'll you'll see the uh, the the quality of the Zenith coin coins. Too much use of the word coin, but anyway, because <laughs> um, they were displayed by yours truly last night because they're absolutely fantastic. So go on the Zenith, Zenith coins website or Facebook page or so or or Twitter, 10% discount. The coins are absolutely fantastic. They do the five-coin yeah. set. They do this individual coins. They're absolutely wonderful. Martin, over to you. All right, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, the, the Kit Bag UK, obviously, use the link in the description. Um, and if you use the link in the, in the description across the website, it will tell you um, the code to use. You can get 20% off, sometimes it's 25% off, sometimes it's free shipping, etc. And all that goes towards helping to support the pod. Um, I'm trying to make the pod bigger so that we can cover more women's games, more youth games. Um, I, I want us to make the Rabble a TV, basically a TV channel that covers all, all of Rangers. Um, and the only way I can do that is with sponsorship, support, join as a member as well. All that helps to make that happen. But the question I wanted to ask is, and I apologise for jumping in and getting into host mode, but it's the only mode that I know because I don't answer questions. Um, Brian, obviously there's been a lot of investment in the Rangers women's team. We've seen yep. that. Um, like Wolf, Wolf said, you know, Glasgow City ran women's football for 14, 15 years. Yeah. We came back into it. We won the league last season. We were tremendous last season. Where do we sit in terms of Europe's biggest women's teams? Then do we still have a a ways to go before we can even think about catching up. Yeah, I think we're miles, miles off the the big guns as far as the standard, the ladies' football, like the Man Cities, the Arsenal's, uh, the Chelsea's, you know, Bar- you know, Leon's. They're still giants. I mean, even the Wolfsburg and ladies' footballs are a giant, and they're you know not 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 necessarily the men's football, but certainly ladies' football. The Wolfsburg are a massive club, so yeah, we're still in our infancy, all learning. Um, these teams are in Champions League pretty much every season. We're this is our first crack at it, so yeah, this is a massive learning curve this season. If you know, we've just got to we've just got to support them and hope they they all do their best like they do every week, and you know, just hope that the draws kind for us. You know, if we can get Thess- Thessalonica on Sunday and the draws kind for us for the two leg affair, 
and then if they can get the group stage, then hopefully that'll encourage more people to go to their games because that'd be brilliant if they get, you know, like I, I don't, I can't remember how big Broad would be about seven thousand, eight thousand. I think it's about ten. ten. Broad was possibly ten thousand, but I thought, I thought it was ten. I don't yeah. think we'd get close to filling up for a ladies' no. game in the Champions League game unless unless we drew a, a Real Madrid or a, yeah. maybe a Man City or a Chelsea or something like that. You know, yeah. at some point. But I, th- I think the fact that we won the league last year and we've got Champions League football, even if it's even if we crash out on Sunday, I think that's what's brought some of the some of the players to us because we're we're, we're we're an international flavour now. Yeah. You know, we've got we've got Scan- Scandinavians and Germans and Americans. You know, we're paying them decent money. You know? Yeah, yeah, but you know Yeah, but you know what came into my head, right? You look at, you know, other Scottish teams in Europe, you even look at Ranger, the Rangers men's first team in Europe, right? Going away from home, whether it's at a neutral venue or not, and winning is very, very, very difficult, regardless of the mm-hmm. level of European opposition. Europe away is extremely difficult. So so well, in terms of where the Rangers women's team have came from. Um, how big a result is tonight? I think tonight's massive. I think it's absolutely. I mean, what tells me? What tells me it's massive? Just just as we came on here, I'm sitting. I'm sitting for a change. I'm sitting downstairs in my in my lounge, and I've got Sky Sports News on. And as I glanced at the screen, it had Ferenc Varos one Rangers three on Sky Sports News. Now Sky Sports News never bother with never bother with women's Scottish women's football. Other than having a wee sc- the score running along the ticket at the bottom, if there's nothing else happening, so the fact that we're in the Champions League tells me that, that and we got we got a win. That's a massive, massive result for for, for Rangers women's football tonight. Yeah, and I think that, I fact, think the start of the, the game is one more. Sorry, Brian. The fact that we've done an impromptu pod, right? Just <clears> out of the blue. I mean, you phoned me after an hour into the game. Are we doing a pod tonight? So, right, okay, let's do it. And we've got looking at what I'm looking at. It's been sixty-six folk watching it live. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's crazy. It's 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 uh, that's mad. Yeah. At this the time on a Thursday night, that's mad. Yeah, and the interest is definitely gaining traction. I mean, um, I, certainly the, the the state of the pitch, as I said at the start, Martin didn't help matters on the on the pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I dare I dare say if that was a plastic pitch, then we could have maybe been a bit better with our, with our football. Um, it was just such a horrible pitch tonight, and I must admit, I, as soon as I seen that pitch, I was like, oof, let's just get a win and get out of here because you know. You don't want somebody making a mistake and ending up, you know, losing a game because of a mistake. So it was nice just to get a comfortable, well, com- well, yeah, it was comfortable and, you know, get through the next round and on to Sunday. What are you, what are you expecting it to be comfortable? Um, like I say, look, you've out, we've outlined everything in terms of, and like Carl's saying there, look, it's our first ever Champions League game, um, first in Europe away. It's huge. It's an absolutely massive one. Um, obviously, I'd don't know a great deal about Ferenc Varos women. Um, I wouldn't imagine anybody, probably Carl knows all the players, right? But in <laughs> fact, uh, Carl, if you're watching, um, give me a, give the Rabble Twitter a wee message after the pod's finished, if you don't mind, so I can have a wee chat. Um, it's, for, for me, I, I just, I go back to the point, Wolf. I go back to the point that to win away from home in Europe, regardless of the level, is huge. So see if we can just switch it quickly, actually, from the standard, from the players. This is a massive, massive pat in the back as well for all the work that Malky Thompson's put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, it's it's not just Malky Thompson. I mean, like the first team, is a, there's a whole there's a whole team behind behind Malky there. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and they're doing really. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. The season before last, when we 
didn't win the league and we only should have the first year we went professional and we threw a fortune at it and we didn't win the league. I was questioning whether Malky should even stay in the job because he made, you know, lost lost some really silly games. Mm-hmm. We really threw the league away. But they stuck with him, they showed faith in him. And last season we went through the league season undefeated, which was mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And he certainly seems to have done the job. I mean, some of the players he's brought in, t- tremendous players. He's, I mean, he's, he's brought in even the fact that, that Rangers have now got Lizzie Arnott. I mean, you know, and they've got you know players like, players like that that are absolutely they're, they're, they're big name they're big name Scottish players in, in the women's game in Scotland. We've we've got them playing for us, you know. Guys like Nick Doherty. Nick Doherty was at Glasgow City for years and came to Rangers. Now, okay, I know she's a Rangers fan and it's a dream come through for her, but. She's also a fo- she's also a football player that likes to win things, and she won loads at Glasgow City. Mm-hmm. She could see the way it was going, and she came to Rangers, lived her dream, and you know she's got us winning things. I I think we're on the, we're on the, the right trajectory. Yeah, but, but to be fair, Martin, is as I said, we went through the league season unbeaten last season, but we got knocked out of both cups by Celtic because one off cup games we weren't particularly good. Anybody, anything can happen in cup yeah. games. Exactly. We know this. Yeah, that's but why I mean, tonight, tonight I was concerned about tonight. Yeah, but I mean, going back to the summer, Mar- uh, Wolf and Martin. I mean, we lot we 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 go our two centre halves. We let go Kirsten Riley. I think a lot of people were starting to sort of think, "What's going on here? We've let our captain go. We've let our centre half go. We've let a you know a midfield stalwart go." You know, there was a lot of folks sort of, sort of weren't quite sure what was happening. And then you know, but they've obviously had a plan. They knew what they were doing. This is the thing about the sort of fans. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. You're making, you're surmising certain situations and certain ideas, and you've just got to trust the process, you know. But I mean, fair play. I mean, he's he's gotten the players he wants now, and they've taken like they've taken to it like a duck to water. To be fair, can I just say Aldo's put in the comments right? Um, and look, I'm going to come to that in a wee second, Wolf, um, because I'm going to touch on this. I've never touched on anything like this before, right? Um, if you actually look at the numbers other than Heart and Hand and CG Novo, the Rabo has the highest numbers out of all the other Rangers podcasts, right? I don't look at other Rangers podcast numbers and stuff like that, but I'm aware that our views are high. We get a lot of views. Um, that's not a boast. That's not a brag. I got on really well with Scott at Battle Fever. Um, you know, uh, uh, Scott, Car- uh, Scott at uh, Club at 22, I got on really well with him. I got on with all the guys. Yeah. Most of them. Um, <laughs> So this well, isn't about bragging. Uh, this isn't about bragging rights or anything like that at all. I appreciate every single person who clicks on one of these videos, um, who gives us a like. I appreciate everybody who's a member. I can't explain why we have the numbers that we have because it's me, um, but we do, and I would never take that for granted. So because we do have good numbers, if that if if we can do B team shows, women's shows, and shine a bit of light on them. And and get get people interested, at least get people known. Then that's exactly what I plan to do. Um, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what my plan is. Sorry, Wolf. but you, you know you know why we get the numbers that we do. You do. Mm-hmm. We all know why because we're talking about it all day today in the group chat. Because JD's such a sexy bastard. Yeah, because JD's sexy. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's why. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. No, I mean Paul was making a good point in the comments there that we lost. Um, we lost. Uh, Jane Ross at the start of the season as well. I mean, that's a very bad injury. Yeah, loss yeah. for us. Huge yeah. loss. Um, she was instrumental in all the old firms. You know, the wins last year in the league. Um, 
scoring goals, you know, and she was she's just a, a brilliant, brilliant footballer. And then Amy McDonald as well. She's the the I think she's like the we've like, actually interviewed Amy McDonald um yeah. on the channel. Um yeah. so if anybody it was a long time ago. Um and it was dedicated on the interview. It's a brilliant interview with Amy, very open. Um, if you want to go back and check that out, you'll find it. Um, yeah. But obviously she's done a lot of work as well because you know her and Malky work in tandem with each other. So it's you know it's a it's a, a big team effort from all the staff at the Rangers ladies because let's be honest, four years ago, you know, there was very little hopes for it, you know, and it's came on a long way and you know they've supercharged their way into winning the league and they're in the Champions League now. Yeah. So it just shows you what a bit of effort and a bit of time and coaching and you know it's even the I don't I don't think all the young girls got on tonight, but I mean uh was it Kirsty McLean came on, Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. I mean she came on and I'll tell you she's just a bug of energy. She just runs and runs. Um she's you know she's a little terrier. She just never leaves this the sort of center midfielder alone and she's good with the ball as well. Distribution. So you know it's 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 looking good. A lot of the youngsters are coming through are really good. Well, talk, talking, yeah. about, talking about the young Scottish, girls, right? just, just quickly, Scottish Ray Martin, did you start this channel? I take it. Um, yes. Um, and if anybody wants any proof uh, um, how seriously we take the women's game or the B team, um, our very first show was me, Wolf, and Morgan Morgan, and it was a youth academy um, review. Yeah. Um, and we have interviewed um, Amy McDonald as well. So we take every part of Rangers very, very seriously. Yes, Will. Yeah, talking about the talking about the, the 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 young girls that are in the squad. I mean, three of them went professional last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, sixteen year old. But although they've gone professional, at least one of them's still at school. Right, and the reason I know she's still at school is that a pal of mine's our headmaster, and he had to give her permission to go away for a week to play in the Champions League. Oh, that's amazing. That's he, says, he says he says he thought it was a joke. Do, you know, do I? I can't. I'm not sure which one it was, but do I have permission to? Miss school to go and play in the Champions League. I mean, that's how's I mean, how's that for a, for a school for a start? You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, that's, it's, that's, that's, that's are made of, really, isn't it? It's, that's it's what everybody would aspire to be. Do you know something? Um, the Rangers board, right? And we're we'll do it when we need to do it. Um, get criticized a lot, Brian. Um, they get praised when they need to get praised, but they get criticized when you need to get criticized. Um, is tonight a massive pat on the back as well for the investment that the board have put into the women's team as well? I think it is, yes. Yeah. You know, as Wolf said, they threw a, a lot of dough at it last year and they didn't win the league last year when, you know, all that investment was put in and there was a bit of criticism. But fair to play, the board, the easy thing to do in the summer would have pulled the trigger and let the manager go, but they trusted the process, they trusted the management team and they gave them a crack at it this year. Um 22 goals in the first two games, winning a Champions League game away from home, 3-1. I mean, that's a that's a great start. Um, if if you were offered the start of the season, you would have bit your hand off for that start. So, no, it's 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 a big pat on the back for the board because you know they've backed them heavily, and you know it's to show fruit now. Well, to, I mean, to, sorry, Martin, to emphasize uh-huh. how, how well they're doing the first the first league game of the season, last, uh, not last weekend, weekend before when they played when they played. Uh, Glasgow Glasgow women, and they took they took fourteen off, and there was over seven hundred folk at that game. Yeah. Now there's 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 men's team in the lower leagues would kill to have seven hundred folk at a game. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think moving to Broadwood is a masterstroke because they used to play the games at the training centre. The training centre yeah. have fantastic facility. They've got the stand there, but there's only the one small stand, right? 
and it is a really, really good facility, but it's a pain in the arse to get to. It's yeah, not it's the easiest. Place if you don't, if you don't drive, well, it's almost impossible. Man. Even if you drive, even if you drive, it's difficult to get to because it's, yeah. it's it's the back end of nowhere unless you live in the Mulgay area. Mm-hmm. Whereas Broadwood, it's it's quite central. It's not far outside of Glasgow. It's accessible from Stirling, straight off from Edinburgh. It's not. It's even it's even a lot handier for me living mm-hmm. up in Aberdeen. It's. I mean, if I'm going to train the centre, I'm the best part of three hours. I can do Broadwood in just over two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so that, that that that's a master. So 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 is the season. So is the season ticket thing. Yeah, I mean, season tickets, like, Twenty quid for a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, so because if you've got if you've got a kid that's that, that's Rangers daft and they don't, you, you, you don't really want to take them to the big crowds at Ibrox with fifty thousand people. You say, well, I'll tell you what, we'll get a couple of season tickets for the, for the ladies. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go to Broadwood. The crowd's going to be smaller, but it gets them into the habit of going to football. I think mm-hmm. it's. I think it's, it's genius. Absolute genius. Absolutely. Totally agree. One thing, and I, I'm not putting any negatives on anything at all tonight. Um, phenomenal win, and and let's hope it continues on Sunday. Brian Wolf mentioned it very quickly there. First game of the season, fourteen 0 Aberdeen away, eight 0 mm-hmm. Is there a slight worry though that? I don't, the gap I, I between the top it. and the bottom. I, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't want to come. I don't want to say this and come across as a, you know what? Um, mm-hmm. See that gap in ability. It, will that? Will the Rangers women suffer from that in terms of? Do you think attendances, the interest? If there's such a big gap, and also could it hurt them in Europe as well? Because if you're winning fourteen now, eight now, seven now. 6-0 every week and then you come up against for example a Glasgow City or a really good team in Europe is that is that going to affect you? In some respects yes in some respects no it'll give them confidence scoring lots of goals but as you say when they come up against a big team then you know they're going to have to change their approach but to be fair they dealt with that tonight quite well uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know um, nobody quite knew how uh, this team uh, Ferenc Varus were going to be um, they applied themselves you know it's it's difficult to say but yeah I, I get what you're saying you know they're, they're the Glasgow City and Rangers are clearly and then marginally behind that two Celtic and then then there's the rest um, and it's, it is going to be difficult but they seem to have they, they seem to have managed it well managed it obviously in this first game um, mm. but yeah it's, it's, it's a tricky one but only time will tell. Um, this is our first foray into Europe, so and we'll we'll soon find out on Sunday when we play Thessalonica, and then if we win that, we go on to the the playoff game. But yeah, it's 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 a difficult one, but it, it could be yes and it could be no. I'm just not willing to nail my colours to the mast as such yet. You see, I I think it, it could help us from the point of view if we if we go on a European run of any mm-hmm. description, right? Because if it's not Glasgow City we've got on the Saturday or Celtic who always get up for games with us we could rest some of the, the main players you know we can yeah. we can give them the day off so we'll let the squad players basically take care take care of business and put the bins out so to speak yeah. you know not risking injury giving, giving players a bit of a rest depending on what we've got coming up in Europe mm-hmm. you know so it's it swings and roundabouts really but yeah. I mean to get to get the interest again going back to the taking kids to games do you want to take your kids to games to get them Getting the bug, get the bug, yeah. You're going almost expecting Rangers to always know Rangers are going. To, there's going to be loads of goals. They're probably mm-hmm. we're probably going to win the game. You know what I mean? Well, great, great introduction to kids. You know, getting them used to go, getting them used to going. 
and knowing they're not going to be going home in a bad mood because Rangers got beat. Can I can I just also point out, and I think this is very important to point out as well. Yeah, okay. You know, there's a big gulf in quality between Rangers women, Glasgow City, and the rest. But from what I've seen tonight, Brian, you know, it's 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 not like there's a gulf in quality. You know, but there's not a lot of quality. There's a lot of quality in that Rangers women's team. There's a lot oh, of yeah. very very good players. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, you've had Liz Yarn at playing down south, and Liz Ross, uh, Jane Ross was at Man United. They were both at Man United. So I mean, you know, they've they've both played at high standards. Um, and uh, touching on what Wolf said there about the kids, if you've got a young girl, a five six year old, and you're thinking, as Wolf said, fifty thousand at Ibrox, don't know. Take her to the ladies' game. Yeah. I, when I was a kid, five-year-old, six-year-old, I, I had posters of McCoy's, Durant, you know, all those guys, because I was that was my idols. Now, if mm-hmm. you if you're taking a young girl to a game and they can go and see the Lizzie Arnott's and the you know all these girls playing, that could be their heroes and inspire them to take a game. So you know, it's 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 that's the that's the good thing about it. And as well says, yeah. for twenty quid. Pfft, the, th- the thing is as well with the thing is as well, Martin, with the girls, it's totally different from the men's game. I mean, I know it's a completely different game of football for a start, but mm. after the game, right, the the players actually take time to go and speak to any of the kids yeah. that are hanging about. You know, they'll they'll go over and speak to them, how you doing, sign sign autographs, get photos taken. They'll they'll do all that after the game. You can get access to the players. Yeah. They make a point yeah. to go over if there's any player if there's any fans hanging about, they'll make a point to go over, you know, and saying how you doing and do you play football and where are you from and what do you where do you, and they, they do all that, which is fantastic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the you know, same at B team level, to be fair. From, I think it was from Paul. He said Hearts are a good team. Hearts are going to be a strange one this season. Because they're they're in transition. They've gone sort of sort of hybrid. They've got kind of half the team are professional or half the team aren't professional. And they've yeah. signed some decent players. But we've no idea how they're what, what they're going to be like. Because we again, we just we just don't know. Yeah. But that's because the Scottish games evolving quite a lot. Because I mean, well, Rangers have gone professional, Celtic have gone professional. I think City are almost full time professional. Yeah, Glasgow City, Hearts are going hybrid. I think Hibs are going hybrid as well. So there's a lot of investment in the game, and that can only make the Scottish women's game stronger. Which yeah. in in turn can only make us stronger in Europe as long as we keep getting into Europe. Yeah, well, less than hundred percent. Before we go, I'm going to come to you for a final point. Um, just before I do, um, in fact, I'm going. To, I'm, I'll tell you. I don't normally do this, right? But since we, since the pod started, since you guys started, right up until now, 449 people have watched. Um, which, for an impromptu, no advertising, no warning um, show on the women's team, is phenomenal. So, if this is content that you would like more of, please, um, after it's finished, get into the comments. Let me know. Um, like, subscribe, all that sort of good stuff. Turn on your notifications so that you know when shows are coming on. The more people who like, the more people who subscribe, the more people find out about the Ravel, and the more spotlight we can put on stuff like the women's team and the B yeah. team. Um, along with, of course, we do, you know, we're, we're, uh, phone-ins on a Monday and a Friday. We do pre-match build-up. We've started halftime shows. You know, we're doing, we do post-match reactions, we do breaking news, we do everything, Rangers, absolutely everything. So that's some, and also, if you join as a member as well, that really, really helps the pod out. Um, I'm trying to get this started up as like a sort of TV channel. Don't worry, you won't see my face 24-7. <laughs> so if that's putting you off, don't worry about it. Um, that's, that's what we are going for. 
Um, I want to make this inclusive about all Rangers, not just the first team. Although the first team's always, of course, the first team's always the main focus because it's the first team. Um, it's called the first team for a reason. Um, but I want to put the focus on everything. I want to put a spotlight on everything at Rangers. Um, final thoughts, guys. Um, 47 minutes. That's brilliant, by the way. Fair play to the two of you. That's only because you jumped in. Yeah. Quick, quickly, yeah. before we go on that point, Martin, look at that for a draw on Sunday. Oof. Well, there you go. Well, there's one of the big hitters out. That's one of the big yeah. hitters gone, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, that makes See, our chances a bit easier. In these competitions, it's all about your luck. It's all yes. about your luck. And it See, would seem, looking at that, it would seem that this competition isn't seeded. Because correct. those two would be top seeds. Could you imagine the men's game like that? Could you imagine the men's game like that? That's the way football should be. Absolutely. See, football shouldn't, there should never be seeds, but then TV companies wouldn't make the money that they make. Um, Right, so yeah, final point. Just to summarise tonight, Brian, and I'll I'll come to you secondly, Wilf. A Rangers win, great performance, fantastic from the manager, the board, the club, everything. What's your feelings? Yeah, absolutely over the middle for everybody involved with the ladies' team. It's been a... You know, a long time coming for Rangers ladies to be in the Champions League, and it's it's marvelous to see them get a win. Um, it's it was a you know obviously as I said at the start, the pitch didn't obviously help the ladies' performance, but I thought they managed admirably well. Um, good goals, um, good performances uh, from individuals, um, good uh, first goals for Jen, is it Jenny Danielson. So it was you know it's a great great start for the ladies and. Let's just hope there's more to come because, you know, it's onwards and upwards for the ladies' team. Yeah. Both? Yeah, I can I can only just, just echo that. I mean, I, I personally, for, for all the players, fantastic, absolutely fantastic performance. Uh, great great result. Wouldn't have mattered what the performance was like as long as the result was, was fine. I, felt, I thought, well, we're hanging on a bit second half. Um, if Ferenc Varos could, could have finished, we would have been, I think we'd have been in a bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. But we did, we did what we had to do. I mean, it's not to say if they had equalised, we wouldn't have stepped it up and scored again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm personally delighted for Kath Hill, apart from her injury, which I hope isn't too bad, as I said earlier, because she is a friend of mine uh, that I've met. And I actually first met mm-hmm. Kath when, when she played for the Rangers the last time around, because I used to go and see them when I could. I mean, they, I mean, they played, to tell you to tell you how much they've, they've come on, when they were only part-time and they were, they were basically they were all paying to play for the club, which is what yeah. used to happen. As you, like you used to do, we all used to do when we're amateur on welfare football. They played a team called Bucking Ladies in a cup tie up uh, about forty miles north of Aberdeen, and I was there with my daughter. And Demi would only have been eight or nine at the time, so you're talking ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And they came out. They said, "Right, they got the, I can't remember who the captain was, but she grabbed Demi and they made Demi our, the mascot for the day." Oh. Right? But that's what it was like then. You could just impromptu do stuff like that. It, it's it's changed so much because it's all professional. Like you couldn't do, as I say, you'll get access to them after the game. Now, before the game, you have no chance. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all, you know, it, it's all programmed and they've all got their, their warm-ups and their warm-downs and all that sort of stuff. That's come on in spades. But I, I'm, del- I'm delighted for folk like, folk like Carr, who I know is watching, I hope she's still watching, you know, who go everywhere to watch Rangers. I mean, they go everywhere to watch the Rangers ladies. You know, yeah. if Rangers ladies game clashes with the men's game, they're at the ladies game. Right? Yeah, I know none of us would ever do that. I certainly I would never do that because, yes, I'm a Rangers fan. I would go and watch Rangers open an envelope. <laughs> to do so. Right? And you have the men's first team for me will always come first. It's yeah. for folk like like Carr. I mean, I've got 
I've got my pal, my, my pal's Mary and Sam, who I was with, with at the game at Aberdeen on Saturday. They got the train up from Glasgow on Saturday just to watch the women's on Sunday, just yeah. to watch the women's game. You know, mm-hmm. because it's what it's what they do. It's what they want to do. For folk like that who, who have followed the, the women's team all the way through the journey, it's fabulous. Yeah. For, for the whole range of support, it's good. They need we need to get more folk behind them. You know, yeah, because... I mean, seven hundred at the first game, brilliant. They need to be striving to get a thousand at the next game. And then the next time we play Celtic, which obviously everybody looks out for Rangers Celtic games. Next time we'll play Celtic, let's try let's try and get four or five thousand into Broadwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And just build and build and build. And if we can get all a Champions League home game, hopefully we can get again a huge crowd into Broadwood. Yeah. And just it's got it's got to be almost up, Carl's still there, good. You know, got it's got to be almost and upwards. I mean it, this will have put a lot more eyes. This result tonight's put a lot more eyes on it. Mm-hmm. Get a result on Sunday, that'll put even more eyes on it. Yeah, and then we're guaranteed up at least one home tie, which yeah. it's down to the girls after that. No, look, I know it's it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal result, brilliant performance as well away from home in Europe. Um, excellent. Um, winning away from winning away in home, away, winning away in Europe's not for everybody, Martin. No, it, is, it most certainly is not. I can answer that question. One hundred and two years. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. I'll tell you, Martin. It feels like it. Uh, Ray, I was at my first game. I was I was 14 when I went to my first game because my father wouldn't let me go before then because he's not 1927. <laughs> and I'm now 54. So 40 years I've been going to see Rangers on a regular basis. There you so, go. There you go. Um, Brian, uh, Wilf, thank you so much for jumping on. Um, no I know Ashley's a wee bit late, but I felt as if this was an important one to do. Um, obviously, it's getting a bit of traction because it's on the TV and I thought if we can help put any kind of spotlight on the women's game uh, the more that we can do the merrier um, so yeah. thank you both no problem, no problem. Can, uh, I, thank you. can I suggest we do this again at full time on Sunday you can suggest it and I will say yes as long as the game's in the afternoon because as I said earlier if it's at night I won't see it but from what I can see I think it's at half past two from it's lots in the world schedule so it's fine Mar- uh, Mar- I'm fairly sure it's half past two <laughs> right. we'll see we'll see if cars are available as well <laughs> <laughs> it would be great to get to get car or or Rihanna's car, uh, car's buddy that goes to all the games with her. Yeah, great I know day. they I know they work for battle, work and do stuff for battle fever. Yeah, um, so I'm going to have a wee a wee word with car and take a few pointers off her and and, and get some information. But listen, thank uh, listen half past ten on a Thursday night and we've still got seventy five people watching. Phenomenal! Thank you so much to everybody for tuning in. Uh, the Rabble will be back tomorrow night, half past seven. Um, yours truly will be hosting the phone-in, um, so please um, uh, tune in for that. I'm even struggling to speak now, so please do tune in for that. Please do like and subscribe, turn on notifications, um, help share the pod. The game on Sunday will either be half 2 or a 4 p.m., so there you go. Um, yeah, uh, like, subscribe, turn on your notifications. If you're watching on Twitter, please give us a wee follow, a like and a retweet. Any any help that you can give to help spread the word about the rabble, then in turn helps to, to spread the word about the ladies' game and the youth game as well. Wolf, I can see that you want to say something. <laughs> I was wanting to ask, a, I was wanting to just quickly answer a question that um, that Dale's asked. And yes, it is true. And it wasn't just the old firm games. He used to wear them at all games because there used to be bottles and all sorts of stuff raining down from the t- from the back of the terrace. And the kids <laughs> in those days were always at the front of the terrace. Brian's laughing because he used to wear that. He used to wear a hard hat at the games. 
Uh, that was only three weeks ago. Um, right, thank you to everybody for tuning in. We will speak to you all tomorrow. If you are subscribed, keep an eye on the community tab um, on the Rabble's YouTube page, and I will let you know. I'll phone you later. Um, I will let you know um, exactly what's going to happen on Sunday. Um, that's got all the scheduling on it of what we're doing, when we're going to be live and stuff like that as well. So thank you to everybody for tuning in, and we shall hopefully see you all tomorrow night. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.